Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast. I'm your host, Barry. And with me this week, for the last time for a while, not the last time ever, he'll be back. It's Swan. Yeah. Hi, Swan. Hey, Barry. How are you, buddy? Pretty good. Good. We uh, decided last minute that we'd make this episode happen. Cause yeah. Not quite a father yet. No, no. <laughs> We're officially three days past our due date, which is one of the more bizarre things for a uh, for a first time. First pregnancy? First pregnancy is what I was trying to say there. Mm-hmm. So, But, I mean, she could come through the door in two seconds and say, we need to go to the hospital right now. And then I'll do the rest of the episode by myself. On your own. <laughs> It'll be great. Can you water my plants and feed my dogs as well? Yes. But <laughs> I'm also going to review... Every whiskey in your cabinet. <laughs> I'm hoping to make it to 35. I've got doubles of some bottles, and you're like, yep, same. <laughs> that or I review them individually and give them entirely different scores. <laughs> you just, you literally just put like a blindfold over yourself. <laughs> Welcome back. Let's drink another one. <laughs> Well, we normally start the show out with Flying Blind when we're not doing banked episodes. But by the way, next week's going to be the beginning of the banked episodes. So two weeks from now, maybe we should have saved this for the 150th episode. Nah, nah. nah. Let's just keep going. (laughs) It's a lot of prep work. (laughs) It is. So this is, uh, we normally do Flying Blind at the beginning of uh, these episodes. And what it is, is I blind the other person who is on the show with something... And they don't know what it is. It's the purpose of it being blind. So, what do you, th- what do you, th- what do you think? What do you think, Swan? What do you think? It's got some heat on the nose. Just a bit. Yeah, it's kind of bright. Mm-hmm. Vanilla, toffee-like. Okay, my throat's just gonna gurgle. Yeah. That's fine too. It doesn't smell like it has an overwhelming amount of age on it, but it's also not young, so it's not. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's crazy old. But yeah, I think that the some of the the grains are definitely coming forward though. Yeah. I mean, it smells very rye heavy. It does, yes. To me. <laughs> All right. Well, cheers. Cheers. Think you're so far away. Clink. Yeah, we are. Ooh. Oh man. <laughs> Is that peated? No. It's not. It tastes like it's got... I can see where you'd be confused by that, though. Yeah. Ooh, that was the. That's the first thing I've had all day. That was just straight Kentucky hug. That's a bizarre opener. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I gotta go back for that one, because yeah. that was just an, a shock to the senses. I will say, like, the second, after the first sip, the nose seems to change a little bit as well. Okay. I'm I'm guessing it's the rye content that's up there, but it, it's, it is smoky. Mm-hmm. I got to try some of that smoke wagon. Nice. It's Ooh. it's taking me back to that. Bloody, that's hot on the it palate. Is, it is hot on the palate. Yes. Ah. It doesn't seem like it's super young. 
It's kind of reminded me of some of the Texas whiskeys that we've had where it's really oily, really dark, potent, but yeah. not like super high age feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what this is, man. Well, this is our blend from last week. I like it, but I'm just confused. <laughs> and and the reason I'm being fairly vague on this is because I don't want to reveal anything about what this is publicly just yet, because yeah. this is for a project that Chad is working on, Chad of its Bourbon Night. And this is our submission for it. I really hope he likes it. I like it a lot. I do too. I just like... I don't know. I hope it has a little more time to like come together. I'm I'm wondering, and we might have to check with Chad mm-hmm. if we can add some water to it. Yes, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to we'll have to look into that. I've got a two ounce sample bottle for it, for him as well. Yeah. So I I'm I just I want to know. Man, that is like, it's surprising, right? Yeah. No, they're just like. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It's got the Woodford effects going on where it's not jutting out in like a whole lot of, a, you know, directions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's also like, it's got a lot of flavor in every direction. <laughs> I mean, I'd drink a whole bottle of it. I'm not going to be mad about it. It doesn't feel like it did when we made it last week, though. No, no. And this has just been sitting overnight. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> I don't good. know either. It's very strange. <laughs> I had to be really careful though because I realized about halfway through the week that I had had too much of. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, you do got to be careful. I was, that. I was like, oh, this is for something. We're not done with this yet. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I had to, I had to back off and find other means of COVID protection. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm excited to see uh, what they think of this because I yeah 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 I'm I'm excited about it I am too that's in my wheelhouse yeah, absolutely absolutely I like the kind of almost PDE <laughs> stuff uh, so it's I'm I'm excited I think the finish the finish is still lingering for me it is yeah it's very Kentucky hug yeah it's it's kind of hot on the first sip but the second one's nice the more it opens up in the glass. I think the better it smells as well. And it's what I'm remembering yes. from when we first Well, first we had some it. technical difficulties when we were blending this, so <laughs> it got a chance to kind of mingle and open up a little. Yeah. But I, I, think, I think it's solid. Mm-hmm. I think we have a good chance with this one. Ooh. We're just going to keep teasing what this is without actually say, saying what it is. Yeah, and here's the best part. It's like... Even though this is technically bought by one place and it should be available at any given time, one of them is can. Daggone it! I I shouldn't have said what the bottle was. Yeah. I shoot. All right. Well, in retro, it, retroactively, I I have beep. I have beeped it out. Yeah. So I'll have to beep out what you said as well. Yeah. That's shoot. Fine. I was so careful. Yeah. Oh, well. It's all good. Doesn't matter. Hey, a couple of things before we uh, get into what we've been drinking recently. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for being here. If you have not yet already, please subscribe. Leave us a rating and a review. We've got a really good review this week. We do. I can't, I can't wait to, 
to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we'll, we'll read out, we read out reviews here on the show too. So if you leave it on the iTunes podcast app, we'll actually, you know, talk about it and say a big old thank you, give you a big old virtual hug or not because of COVID. Uh, and also, if you are not yet, it would be great if you could be a Patreon subscriber. Patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast. Uh, five bucks a month gets you a bunch of bonus content. We've got all sorts of pregame chats and the last call, which is a lot of fun. Uh, sorry, last week's last call is a little bit late or was a little bit late. By the time this comes out, it will be out. Um, but it's just been crazy preparing for the baby and also thinking that the baby was going to be here by now. And as of recording, she is still in the womb. Did you go to the doctor and be like, why'd you lie to me? <laughs> Give me a date. I was prepared. You and then filthy liar oh my goodness i just got confirmation i hate that this is happening right now because it means that we have to wait to review these mm-hmm. but i just got word from old forester that our 150th samples ah and and the birthday bourbon samples are on the way mm. so there's a chance that if it gets here in enough time, I'm going to be taking that birthday bourbon to the hospital with me. I think you should. And I think <laughs> that might wind up being my first pour after she's born. If we can squeeze in an episode somewhere between the banked ones for our 150th, uh-huh. that maybe we should do Old Forester 150th. That's a, that's a really good idea. It's kind of perfect, if right? We, if we can squeeze it in. Yeah. yeah. It'll be us just drinking at 9 a.m. on a Thursday. <laughs> it's the only time we had. <laughs> or, or at 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> if it gets here, I imagine it'll be here by about Wednesday. So mm-hmm. maybe like once this episode is out, we'll at least be about to get those samples. It's pretty exciting. It's going to be nice. I'm I'm, I'm pretty pumped. I'm pretty pumped for it. Um, But we're not really doing... We're not really doing news or anything this week. We're just kind of winging it. We are a little bit. But I want to talk about something. What's that? We were in a magazine. We were in a magazine. We were in a magazine. (laughs) Not just a magazine. (laughs) American American Whiskey Whiskey Magazine. Which is just insane. So we were approached by Peggy No Stevens. Gosh, I can't even remember when she did... Back in July, I think, uh, page 50. <laughs> I've memorized the, the page. Uh-huh. Right next to Bourbon Pursuit, on the same spread as Whiskey Cast. Uh, it's just, it's so cool. But anyway, so she approached us about doing a little feature for this article that she was writing <clears throat> about podcasting and, and whiskey culture. And the whole thing for her was that she... Uh, She has kind of latched onto podcasts during the pandemic, and so she she wanted to feature those of us who have either had her on the show, our shows before, or have been friends with her since I you know the 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 start of our shows, um, or or just been supportive of each other, all this that and the other, and I just I immediately was like, absolutely, please, we would love to do this. This is the first time we've ever been featured in a. In a magazine, yeah. it's crazy, but I, I, I just, I'm, I'm super, super excited about that, and really cool. It's been out for over a month now, technically, but if you can go to like Barnes and Noble or 
you know, some kind of local bookstore. They'll probably have it on their magazine stand, their mm-hmm. newsstand, whatever you want to call it. But wild, dude. It is wild to look at. Honestly, it's more wild to me the content of this magazine outside of what we're, you know, our section, just like Oh yeah. We're in a magazine with that. Yeah. That's that's nuts. Yeah. I, I mean there there is well and and on the cover is Marianne Eves. Yes. Who is, you know, now a friend of the show, of course, and she's been on multiple times and um we've got a great relationship with her. But also there the whole back section of it is just reviews mm-hmm. that Peggy and, and Susan Regler did. And it it just is like to be even considered to to even be nominated is just such an honor. And they but, also really liked Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Uh-huh. <laughs> just, just looking at some of the reviews. <laughs> but yeah, man, it, it's just it's wild. It was such a such an honor to you know get the opportunity, and here it is in in print. And so I hope I didn't like I hope I didn't sound too dumb because I wrote all the stuff for you know the the interview section mm-hmm. or whatever. And I really hope I didn't come off as odd or brash or anything. Yeah, think about it like but, this, man. You're you're putting your personality out there, and that's a huge portion of the podcast. Exactly yeah. half or more. Uh, so a <laughs> <laughs> little, little bit more than half. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I it's. Uh, I mean, that's that's what's going to draw people in. Hopefully, sure. they'll listen and not just for one episode. So that's what we want. <laughs> Which uh, has happened before. Yep. But that's fine as long as they don't leave a nasty review. Which has happened before as well. Let me be clear. <laughs> you can leave a nasty review if you want to. Just put five stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll read it out too. We will. Yeah. You can say some of the meanest, nastiest things about us, and if you leave five stars, we'll read it out. Why do I feel like we're about to get a review from Joseph Brazo? It's just like, you guys suck. <laughs> Swan smells. He only listens on YouTube. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Therein lies the problem. So, I, I mean, honestly, there's not much we're going to be doing other than hanging out and having some drinks and yeah, chatting. So, I... Do you want to try... Let's try this. What is that? This is a pick of Jefferson's Ocean, Voyage 17. Is it one of the weeded ones? Or is it... I uh, no, I don't think. I hold on, because they were going through a thing there where they just like yeah change it up every couple of releases. Um, this is just about the the voyage. I'm pretty sure this one isn't weeded. Yeah, they plastered on the front of his weeded. Yeah, but so this was a pick, oddly enough, from Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's <laughs> of all places. Trader Joe's is one of those places I forget that they even sell liquor, and then when you go in there, you're like, oh, wow, they got a decent selection. And then the guy behind the counter bashes the Trader Joe's uh, bourbon bourbon. that they have over (laughs) your head. If you look at the bourbon for longer than five seconds, you are going to hear about their their proprietary bourbon that Uh they've got. And uh, they're going to tell you it's amazing. (laughs) I I bought a bottle recently of the... The Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. It's no good, man. It's not good. It's so bad. <laughs> I I just don't. I just don't like it. I don't think that it's got anything. To, but the thing is, like, I think that it used to be good. 
I'm pretty sure that it used to be good. See, I've never heard anything positive about the Trader Joe's thing other than it was surprisingly okay for the price. Nah, it's it's astringent. And, I mean, uh, really. And then everyone has told me that uh, Costco, as long as you like Dickel, it's actually very it's, good. It's just George Dickel. Yeah. It's literally seven-year-old Dickel product. Which is fine, you know? I mean, they put it out for a good price. You know, it's hard to find yeah. Dickel for that price from other places. Yeah. But... It is what it is. But I, I, I haven't had this in a while. Dad actually <clears throat> picked up this bottle for me. Nice. So I wanted to see what you thought. What's the proof on this one? Just 90. Hmm. I've only bought two bottles of Jefferson's Ocean, and both of them have been cast strength. Yeah. I've not, I've not bought a cast strength bottle yet. <clears throat> I'm sure I will eventually. But oh, man. I apologize. Also, I'm, uh, my allergies have been really bad, so mine I'm too, man. I'm still tr- I'm trying to get the the coughs out. <laughs> you know what really got rid of my my allergies? Believe it or not, 120 proof bourbon. Uh, that and uh, <laughs> doing a COVID test, man. They, that, lady, <laughs> that makes sense. That lady cleaned me out, man. <laughs> she did. Tickled your brain. She smoothed out some part of my brain down there. It's not a bad nose. No, the nose is just It's really pleasant. gentle. Yeah. It's got that kind I, of Jefferson's feel to it, but I am missing the brininess. I get that on a lot of the cast strength yeah. stuff that I've had from them. Yeah. Do you think that the brininess is kind of a a placebo effect? Oh, 100%. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I don't really know if there's any true brininess well, I got it off the so the Voyage Ten and Voyage Eight, I believe, were the two cast strength releases that I've owned. And the mm-hmm. Ten, I actually just finished a couple nights ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and that one had more brininess to me. The other one was just a pleasant, you know, bourbon. Was it? Was it Voyage Seven? Maybe Voyage Seven was cast strength. Eight yes. was not. Yeah, it might have been Voyage but, Seven. But Ten definitely was. Yeah, Ten was a great one. I loved that. Ten. One. You brought Ten over here. Mm-hmm. Like, right before the pandemic, yes, I think, and it stayed here for a long time. I mean, until until I moved the studio down to where it is now, mm-hmm. it was in the, the old studio, which is now the nursery. Yeah, but I was like, I can't touch this because I like I like that bottle so much. Mm-hmm. I was like, if I touch this, it's gonna be gone. It's I'm just I'm gonna drink all of it. Yeah, and like. I could, I, I could not even look at it. That's the thing. <laughs> I feel like Jefferson's... I need to taste this. Hold on. Yeah, sorry. We just keep... <laughs> we keep talking around it. Yeah, it's good. It's just classic Jefferson's. Dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Just pleasant. Actually kind of reminds me of Buffalo Trace a little bit. A little bit, yeah. It's got a little bit of fruitiness in there. Yeah. I have this idea, by the way... And I I can't I can't remember, it might have been on Discord, or something. But <laughs> somebody said something about how you know Jim Beam's slogan is basically just "It's nutty." Mm-hmm. I want to mock up a Jim Beam uh, peanut butter whiskey label, mm-hmm. and the tagline just in just big letters just says "It's nutty." <laughs> Oh, oh! You know what's even better? Quote Chad. Yeah. <laughs> Ch- Chad Perkins. It's Bourbon Night. It's nutty. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, 
I feel like Jefferson's is really missing the mark on some things, personally. Yeah, I think that their more entry-level products are not great. Well, so, for me, it's not even that. It's that their branding is confusing. A lot of the stuff they've got is very old special yeah, yeah, yeah. things, different variations of that. Uh, but honestly, their releases that I like, that are pricier, they just seem to like put out a lot of product that's not that. Yeah. And I mean, there's a lot of them that they gravitate towards, like release, you know, the Oceans 7 and 10 were great. The weeded one that they put out first got a lot of uh, admiration from people. Uh, the Twin Oak picks, great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but that's the thing is like, that that's a very small portion of what they actually put out. <laughs> I never had their weeded ones. I never I, tried them. I've had some people tell me that the weeded picks that they got from Liquor Barn were actually really good, and they enjoyed them. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. But, like, what, what voyage are we on? Voyage 18 is, like, well, the this, current one. This out? one's 17. The current one is 23. Yeah. We're going... Oh, it, it will be 23. 21. No. Wait. No, I'm sorry. 22's out right now, and that's a weeder. Mm-hmm. 21 was cast strength they haven't done a a cast strength weeded yet no they need to i don't know i just want to see high proof stuff put out by them in an approachable price range and i think everyone would agree with that yeah jefferson's is just like brown foreman in my mind where it's like it's fine but when it gets cast strength i really enjoy it yeah so I don't know. It's strange to me. I'd love to see just a right, even if they just put Jefferson's Barrel Proof. I'd be like, yes, sir. <laughs> Here's just, my money. Just a regular product that they would put out? Yeah. I agree with that. I don't think that it has to be cask strength. Or excuse me, it doesn't have to be Ocean Voyage. No. To be a Barrel Proof product. No, I would I would honestly love to see just a cask strength Jefferson's. Done. No other descriptors. Just put it out. So where they don't distill, do you think that putting it out at cast strength and it depends on their their blending process and everything but mm-hmm. do you think that that would shine too much light on where they are sourcing their products from well it, here's a better question do you care oh no <laughs> sorry <laughs> well but the, the reason i ask is because they are kind of shrouded in mystery and i'm not saying that it's the best thing for them to not be open about where they're sourcing their products from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every distillery, every every business has their own yeah. right to decide what they want to do with their products. But, you know, it... I don't know. I lost my point. Well, I mean, think <laughs> about it this way. There. If I was going to give you $100 and told you you can only buy two bottles, you could go buy the newest release of Barrel Bourbon or you could go buy the newest release of Jefferson's. What are you going to grab? Barrel. <laughs> Are they not doing relatively the same thing? Sourcing, blending, and putting out a nice product? That for is okay. That is range? true. That is very true. Yeah. Jefferson's has been around way longer. They should be able to capture the audience like no other. And right now, it seems like that they've taken a very unique idea, and they have lots of them. Don't get me wrong. And they've put it out, and people are just like, eh, I'm grabbing one because it's part of my voyage. That's. You should be buying it to drink yeah. it and grab six more, and then the sixth one be part of your voyage collection. I think that the pricing is a little bit all over the place too, mm-hmm. and I, and I know that they are pricing it higher if it is cask strength. 
That's fine. But yeah, I, I don't mind that. But I feel like, kind of to your point, they should be putting out a barrel proof product separate from the the oceans. Yeah. Or or put out a ninety proof product that's separate from the oceans. I don't care. My only point is that when you have a product that basically has multiple releases under the same label, and the only thing you're adding or subtracting is two words, mm-hmm. and the price keeps jumping all over the shop, that gets confusing and it gets frustrating. Yeah. And so I, I, I would prefer to see them split off in two different modes. Yeah. Into, into two different brands. I mean, the only one that I really, you know, looked for was the Groth Cask Reserve. I loved that one. Yeah. That one was good. Pritchard Hill was really good, too. Pritchard Hill's pretty good, too, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Groth Cask, it's cast strength. That'd be fun. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I'm just a profound that I'm, I'm not speaking Oh, we definitely everyone. are. Yeah. We definitely are. Yeah, but, I, can't. I don't know. Jefferson's is, is all right. Yeah. I think that just as resoundingly, like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's um. What was uh, Pete Davidson's character on uh, on SNL? I can't remember his name. Which one? Well, he's just this guy, and, and like he doesn't say much. He's just usually like, okay, yeah, yeah. What is all his right. name? I keep wanting to say Drake, but that's not it at all. Chad. His name's Chad. Oh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> you want to try something? I bet you haven't had in a long time. It's not old granddad. Yeah. Oh, I remember this bottle. You know, you know what this blend is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is my old weeded blend. I haven't had this in forever. What? See the sediment in there? Is there some sediment? I didn't even notice. There is some sediment. I I wonder. Let's see if the cork's doing all right. Is it hanging in there? Yeah, it's doing all right. That's good. I right, I, I can't fully remember what I put in this blend. I remember a good portion of it being Maker's Cask. Yeah, I think it was Maker's Cask, one hundred and seven. Maybe it was either one hundred and seven or Special Reserve. Because I, I remember sh- trying to put something in the middle in there, but I can't think of it. Larceny, maybe. Oh, you know what? It was one hundred and seven because okay. I put Larceny in there as well. Oh. <laughs> Man, you did something special with this blend, I swear. I have not had this in well over a year. Truly, I, I haven't even touched this bottle. Just to, you know, move it around, put it down here in the new studio, get it out of the way, something like that. And I'm pretty sure I did equal parts of all three. I can't I can't remember. It's been so long. Gosh, there is a lot of sediment in the bottle in the bottom of this one. Yeah, it looks like a dusty. Like <laughs> it kind of does. Mm-hmm. Even even the color, because it has gotten a little hazy too. I had some different batch ideas, but I get the feeling that the one that I went with was number one, mm. which was Weller Maker's Cask and Larceny. Batch two was Weller Maker's Cask, Larceny, and Old Fitz Bottled and Bond. And three was Maker's Larceny, Old Fitz Bottled and Bond. Which really the the Old Fitz. It doesn't make much sense anymore. Who knows? I'm sure somebody could tell us. Ian, where you at? Right. <laughs> but I think if 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 that was 
that old Fitz would have been the old old Fitz. Yeah, and the ugly label. Yeah, not the the new decanter one. That is one of my favorite noses. It smells dusty. Mm-hmm. Are we sure this isn't a dusty? The color looks like it. I think this is a dusty. I don't know what happened to my my weeded blend now. Whatever this is, it's it's fine. It's good. Very good. I'm an idiot. This is a Jim Beam Dusty. That's why I put it in the old granddad. Ah. I'm dumb. <laughs> I mean, it does kind of have like a weeded quality. The rye's not punching me, but the, the profile and taste is just not nah. weeder. No, no. That's a, that's a Jim Beam Dusty. I can't remember exactly what it was or where it was or when it was from. I want to say like late seventies, early eighties, but I decanted it because I think it came in a decant. I think it did. It might be that um, the rose one on top of my cabinet. Mm, okay. Let me get that down because I'm. I, I can't remember any of the details on it now. <laughs> it's the most first world bourbon drinker problem I've ever heard. I've got too many dusty decanters around here. What do we got? So, it's a 1979, 100-month-old, at 80 proof. Nice. So, I mean, it's lower. It's lower in proof. But truly, the only dusty decanter that I've found from Jim Beam <coughs> that's any higher. Oh, wait, no. Chad and I had that black, that Jim Beam black that was... 90 proof. Mm-hmm. But then there's also that bottom of bond I got over the summer. Yeah, the stuff that gets higher proof, it just goes crazy high for pricing. I don't know why I sniffed it. I can't really tell. <laughs> I, can, I don't even really remember where I got this from. That was one of the first ones you got. Mm-hmm. Mind if I see that? Yeah, I don't mind at all. Sorry, I should have handed it to you without... No, I just want to look at instead it. Instead of just putting it down on the floor. It's purdy. <laughs> Joseph Brazo hates it. He thinks he thinks it's ugly. It tastes good, though. <laughs> it tastes really good. It's got good personality, Joseph. I think, th- I think this truly might have been the first Dusty Decanter I ever bought. Mm-hmm. Because <clears throat> I remember Curtis being really worried about <laughs> drinking the lead That's from it. That's right. And one of yeah. us got sick after we drank it. <laughs> But it was completely unrelated. <laughs> and we were just like, maybe maybe that's what did it. <laughs> but it was like a sinus infection or something. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing that would have been caused by a, de- a lead decanter. <laughs> that's funny. I totally forgot about that. <sighs> so what are we gonna what are we gonna do after after the hiatus? After the hiatus? Hmm. Do we have big plans? We're going to be getting close to like our end of the year wrap up. Hmm. I don't know. I think we need to have a blowout episode where we just get completely drunk. Obliterated. And just, uh, try everything <laughs> in our 2020 consideration. <laughs> oh, boy. If we've got it available still. <laughs> well, like the Elijah Craig that I chose, I don't have any more of. I finished it on my stream last week. Yeah. But... I mean, I'll drink some C920. What the heck? Who's mad? <laughs> I'm not mad. 
No, and this year, I'll be honest, I've been playing the uh, the, the Mooch from the Whiskey Tribe. I, I've not bought a ton. I've just <laughs> most, yeah, tasted most, a lot. Most of what you've uh, you've had has been either over here or at Chad's. Yeah, and most of it's been like, I'll help you out with this, blah, 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 blah. Also, do you want to pour a blank? And I'm just like, <laughs> it's 11 o'clock in the morning and we're packaging t-shirts, but sure, I'll take some SC4PR5. <laughs> Let's go. And I'll just, I'll try it out over there. Um, so it's... I, it's going to be a lot of remembering. Yeah, I I last year was a lot more diligent in my note taking. Like mid year, I like had already made out my list yeah. of what I thought, you know, or just possibilities. And like I haven't had any of the bookers from this year, you know. I mean, thankfully we've had all of the all of the <clears throat> Heaven Hill products this year yeah but i've been able to try bookers one and two from this year yeah yeah how have you felt about them um i i think they're doing a better job this year than they did last yeah uh but they were uh kind of in the same wheelhouse flavor wise for me this year Meh, that's okay super wildly different yeah i mean i understand that they're trying to stay fairly consistent but i would also like some variation i would like you to put out four completely different things even if one of them was crap for me you know i don't i don't know if i fully agree with that just because i would like to see consistent products especially because of the price point that's true they're jumping up there and if, if they are going to have it priced as you know where where it is there's got to be something that I can keep going back for. Yeah. And I, I think another thing, too, is this year we uh, we, we got aggressively past the whole, like, oh, we need the newest, biggest, baddest release. And we were just like, hey, have you had this pick, this specific pick <laughs> from across town? And it's just like, no, do I need to go grab it? Yeah, yeah you go do. grab it. And, like, I mean, even looking at some of the bottles you got over here that we've kind of got, like, a graveyard that we've got yeah. going on. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's picks. You know, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of picks. It's picks and Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Yes. And I, <laughs> I think that's just how this year has gone. Yeah. And <laughs> on top of it, I feel like a lot of it's been us, like, realizing, oh, man, Russell's Reserve is really good, like, the latter end of last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this year, I'm looking at, like, the bottles I've killed, and I've got, like, a little collection of corks, and it's gone from all Knob Creek to more Knob Creek and more <laughs> Russell's. It's it's just Knob Creek and Russell's <laughs> and Elijah Craig picks. I, I started... I, I kind of started the year doing this little experiment. I don't even know if I've talked about this on the show before, but taking different picks of Russell's and, and Knob Creek's and putting them all in a single bottle. Like if I had a couple ounces left, mm -hmm. I, I would, I would put all of the Knob Creek's into one and all the Russell's into another one mm -hmm. just because I was like, you know, I wanted something a little more unique and I wanted something that I could, you know, break out for people. And so, you know, well, it's not technically a single barrel at that point. It, it's a small batch at a higher proof you know yeah. and and i i kind of stopped <laughs> doing that at some point because i just wanted to finish these bottles off and um i don't know i think the last time that i added anything was back in like may or june <laughs> much earlier in the year but i mean it was it was fun and i want to keep doing it when the time is appropriate but yeah in the meantime i'm just kind of like 
I just want to drink what I have. <laughs> yeah, then plus you do a stream and you're like, oh, I got a little bit. I'll save that for the rest of my bottle. And everyone's like, bottle chug. Let's finish it. Do it, Perry. Uh, <laughs> that bottle chug last week was ridiculous. Oh, as soon as you did it, I was like, oh, I'm getting off. <laughs> <laughs> we went for an hour and a half last week. Mm-hmm. It was great. Lots of lots of uh, snuffy chats. Mm-hmm. We're going to be, I mean, I'm going on a hiatus, of course, with the live streams for a bit. But unless something happens miraculously and the baby's asleep by like 6.30 every night. <laughs> it could happen. Who's to say? No, but I'll definitely need the sleep. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to, this is going to be a rare period in my life where I'm going to take sleep over bourbon. <laughs> Bold. <laughs> or bourbon right before sleep. <laughs> Just a shot mm-hmm. of Knob Creek single barrel. <laughs> I did realize the other day, I don't have any bookers right now. Wow, none? I have no bookers. I finished all of them during quarantine, or during lockdown, I guess. And I've just, like, not, I don't know why, I've just not felt like buying another one mm-hmm. in the meantime. Well, I, I don't know. Uh, we kind of got bookers fatigue last year. Cause we I were, think so, yeah. We were, uh, I don't know, in 2018, we were just like, this is the best thing ever. Why have we not had this? <laughs> this is amazing. And then 2019, they put out just some meh. Yeah. You know? It's like, I, what's my what's my reasoning for going back? Yeah. I would rather spend a little bit more and buy older batches. Yeah. I mean, if I if I could find another off your rocker. Yeah. I'd be, <laughs> older I'd be batches. thrilled. Yeah, and then on top of it, you can go buy a ten and a half year Russell's pick right now at Total Wine, or a yeah, or a price. nine or ten year old Knob Creek single barrel. Yeah, well, heck, I found that fourteen and a half year at Total Wine. Yeah, yeah, fifty five dollars. It's ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's that's hard to beat, man. Yeah, that's hard to beat. That bottle doesn't exist any longer. No, I didn't. I didn't expect it to have much of a lifespan. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't take much time for me no. to. <laughs> finish that one off but do you want to do you want to have another old favorite yeah what we got heaven hill bottle and a bond oh yes it's getting us kind of in the mindset because we are going to be doing a review as well mm-hmm. here in a bit uh of the newest parkers which is we'll talk i'm very Ooh. excited for us to get into it <laughs> is this i don't want to spoil that, too much is this the one that i told you the one you told me sold you sold me yes, yes. Yes. Sweet. So you're in need of another one. Mm-hmm. Let's see what I got, Perry. Because that's my that's my last one before I break into the one that you gave me to give to Donnie. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to do it, Donnie. I promise. I promise I'm not going to do that. That's just so solid. Is it like coming home? Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, it's going to be weird you not being over here. Because, I mean, A, you're over here every Monday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but B, like, I'm going to still, I still have all of those episodes that I have to go through and edit. And so it's going to be like something that came out of nowhere <laughs> from the two of us. Yeah. I have to I have to then edit and post. I'm over here every Monday <laughs> at the exact same time, so uh-huh. much so that my phone when I'm leaving my house around like 4.40-ish <laughs> on Monday, we'll just be like, this you know, blank address is X amount away from you. <laughs> it's going to take 15 minutes with traffic. And I'm just like, oh, 
Don't forget that phone. <laughs> we like consistency. Come on, come on, iPhone, get it together. We yeah. know you're listening, Tim Apple. <laughs> oh man, it's just nice. I need, I need to get, I need to get at least two more bottles of this. Yeah, one that I know I'm gonna drink. And another one that I can just put somewhere and forget about. And eventually, I'll come across it again. And it could be 20 years down the line, 30 years, whatever. Mm-hmm. But just so I have it. It's just, it's nice. I feel like this should be poured with every new Heaven Hill release. That's not awry for me. Because it, it's just, it's like a Heaven Hill baseline. on it. Yeah. I miss this bottle so much. Me too. Me too. I'll tell you a funny story about this bottle too. I, I was back when it was still available, um I was I was telling my brother Dane mm-hmm. that he needed to go and get it. As opposed to benchmark? As opposed to benchmark. And he he went out and got it. And he tried it, and I saw him, like, you know, the next weekend or whatever, and he was like, something's different. I don't like it as much as the one I had from you. I was like... Got the white label. You got the 80 proof, didn't you? And he was like, oh, no. <laughs> and see, I had the exact same experience with, with my brother uh, as well. I, You know, he mm-hmm. he drinks. I'm putting up air quotes here. Uh, <laughs> bourbon. Uh, it's more like he no, just he shoots bourbon yeah um and recently he started making cocktails and stuff and i was like ah, following my footsteps there you, you go. got another year before you, you got a little collection going <laughs> uh but uh, he just when i gave him one of these i was like you know what 13 14 bucks you take it man you just enjoy it you know you just turn 21 go have some parties or whatever do whatever and, and so i figured he would just take it and you know pour a couple for a little bit and have it for you know a couple weeks uh-oh Next night, he texted me. He's like, oh, it's all gone, man. It was great. And I was like, holy crap. That was like three quarters of a bottle. I was like, what happened? He was like, oh, me and my friend just finished it. And I was like, you're alive today? Dang, son. Yeah, it's just gone. I'm I just... mean, I can I can put it back, but still. And then like two weeks later, they're like, this is going away. And I was just like, Ugh. you just chugged it. You chugged it. It's gone. Why'd you do that? Would you? His name's Don? No. I said, why Why would you do that? Oh. Yeah. I thought you said... It's I, gone. Why would you do that? Oh, I I thought you said... I no. thought you said Dawn, and I was like, are you telling me that you guys are Dawn and Swan? Yeah. No. <laughs> or Sean. Connor. <laughs> no, we're Sean Connery. <laughs> Sean and Con. No, seriously. My oh, dad, I know. Yeah, I know. It's you've, bad. You've told... I, I don't know if you've told it on the show before, but... No. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> He's not even the best Bond. He's not even the best James Bond. Uh, whatever. I have a question for you. Yeah. I don't know if... We might have addressed this before on the show. I And I think this might be a, you know, kind of a gimme answer. But instead of getting rid of it and creating this new kind of premium-ish brand that was a year older and... Mm-hmm three times the price and not available in Kentucky. Would you rather have just seen them take the age statement off and have it be four years old? Yeah, probably. I mean, even if, 
Even if they had bumped it up to like $15. I think you could have put it at 20 taken the age statement off. I would have been mad for two weeks and then been like, well, I did buy three bottles this week. <laughs> can't really, can't really yeah. say much. Um, I don't think I would have even been mad if they took the age statement off, bumped it up a little bit in price, and then distributed it more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if it went out of Kentucky a little bit. I, I wouldn't have been upset about it because at least yeah. we would have kept this product around. But instead, I, it, it, and I love Heaven Hill. Mm-hmm. I really do. But it's, it just feels like they got greedy. Well, so I think Heaven Hill was looking at a couple of other missteps in the bourbon industry and trying to come up with a better solution. And it just didn't go well. No. So, so look, you've got you've got two polar opposites in the bourbon industry doing the same thing right now. Uh, well, completely different things for the same objective. You've got Buffalo Trace, which is like, well, we can't mark up regular Weller. We can't mark up the 12-year. We can't mark up the 107. Which they did. And then they ended up like, well, we'll just mark it up a little bit. I was like, where am I going to make my money? We're going to make new Weller releases, and they're going to be quite a bit pricier than the the you know special reserve but really not be that different yeah a single barrel is not any harder on the distillery other than them just curating the barrel that needs to go in right and even then you try three barrels 20 30 minutes out of your time come up with one good to go not that much harder (laughs) honestly making a a decent small batch might be more difficult yeah absolutely um and it's 50 bucks you know instead of 20 Mm-hmm. It's only coming in five proof points higher. It's not. It's not that more difficult. And, and they're they're just making new brands to charge more for it that are not that different than what they were already offering to get extra money. Yeah. Can't blame them. Get your money. You know they were put in a weird spot. Or you can take the Booker's approach, which is just, hey, we got to mark it up. It's getting more difficult to produce, and you know for the demand that you guys want, and. Honestly, we've had so many, uh, you know, single barrel picks with the Knob Creek stuff. Our supply is getting limited yeah. on what we can put in here. And everyone's just like, ah, put their head on a pike. Get rid of them. I'm so mad. Blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, well, what do I take? Do I take the sneaky approach? Or do I just say we've got to mark it up because of demand? Obviously, they're like, we're going to take a different approach. We're yeah. going to kind of take it off the market. We're going to put out a new product. <laughs> Yeah, it just the the taking it off the market thing Buffalo Trace didn't do. So that's that's the different portion. I don't blame them for doing that. Yeah. It's less bad PR. I don't disagree with you, mm-hmm. but at the same time, the problem that Buffalo Trace has with their Weller products is not the same that Heaven Hill had with their bottled and bond product that they took away. Buffalo Trace was running out of stock, and so it became harder and harder to find because the demand was so high for it. Yeah, and they still have stock on this. They've got plenty. There's no way that they don't have quality six-year-old product that could be put back into this bottle. Yeah. But it, it... it, I mean, you just you just look at the vastness of of product that Heaven Hill has sitting in their rick houses, 
as opposed to Buffalo Trace. Yes, Buffalo Trace is expanding, but that's not doing anybody any good right now. Yeah. And Heaven Hill may be expanding too. They, of course, are building new rick houses, just like every distillery who is seeing the market and responding accordingly is doing. The difference is that Heaven Hill has the product and has chosen not to do anything with it other than take it off the market. Buffalo Trace, on the other hand, barely has the product and is putting out new versions of it. Yeah. While there is still high demand for those initial three labels. That's true. People still go crazy over Weller Special Reserve. They do. The price that they are paying for Special Reserve is ridiculous. Nobody should be paying $50 for $750 of Special Reserve. No. It's insane. And Buffalo Trace continues to bring out all these new versions of it. Foolproof, single barrel, CYPB. I, we're, I mean, there's no way we're not going to see a finished version eventually. That'd I mean, that's there. definitely going to happen. They're following the 1792 uh, method. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Doesn't matter. The point is... <laughs> It, it it it's kind of the same boat, but in other ways, they're they're almost completely different ball games. Yeah, no, I think they're just responding to the the same way that like what got least the least amount of backlash as far as making a little more money on certain products. Uh, yeah, they're just following that vein. Granted, again, one's got the product to back it up, one doesn't. Yeah, it's it's two different ballparks. Well, and I I think too we haven't seen the promised distribution of the new Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond that we were supposed to get. I mean, we were supposed to see the seven year in Kentucky by this point. Mm-hmm. And we haven't seen it. No. I haven't seen it anywhere. We had to get a bottle shipped from Clifton in California. <laughs> and we haven't seen the the rye, the Elijah Craig rye. I haven't seen the Elijah Craig rye at all. It's it, It's bizarre. And I know that there's like this slow rollout idea, but it's Kentucky. I, I mean, yeah. it's literally right here, hours drives away, to be put in liquor stores, instead of shipping it halfway across the country or all the way across the country. If it's going to California, yeah, and Carolinas. That's <laughs> yeah. Ship it to the coast, but not keep it central. You know. <laughs> But you see what I mean? It's just I don't understand the 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 model that they're following in terms of distribution either. right now. And I'm sure that we'll see that see it come to fruition eventually. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that we will be able to to get it here in Kentucky. But it's just odd. Yeah, it's just strange. Should we have like one more thing before we get to our review? You think? Sure. What you got? Can you do that? Uh. I don't know. Can I pick something? Yeah, absolutely. At random? Let's go. Yeah. He's going to the cabinet. He's standing at the cabinet. He's opening the cabinet and... There's a dead body in there. (laughs) Been a while since we've had this one. Some McKenna bottled and bond. Single barrel. I like it. 
This one's barrel 5318, but was barreled on uh, 92507. So I guess I've had this one for a while. <laughs> but it's still got the cork. When did they switch over from the the uh, screw top to the cork? I can't even remember. Sorry, shoving things in my ears here. Um, <laughs> I think it was back in 2017 to like 2018. They were sw- yeah. they were swapping those over. I, I honestly can't remember. Because I remember uh, my first one that I had was screw top. And for a while after I discovered it and was buying bottles on bottles on bottles of this yeah uh it was screw top this is basically just an episode to make us sad like (laughs) trying stuff that we can't find that we used to be able to we're going on recording hiatus like (laughs) i mean why are we punishing ourselves sad in post but uh (laughs) currently i'm having a great time oh i'm having a good time as well but yeah this one was weird, man, because at the time I was traveling for my job, and so oh yeah, that's right. Every week I would work Monday through Saturday in some random little town, you know, and then mm-hmm. Sunday I'd come home, and Monday I'd drive back out. But I would always be in this weird thing where I was like, "Can't I open containers in the car?" <laughs> so if I buy this bottle. It's got to be gone this week, and so I would just I would just finish a bottle a week there for a little bit. I would just be watching Family Guy in some random hotel oh, room, just just drinking. That's intense. I mean, what else do you do? You're just I like mean, I'm in Anna, Illinois, hanging out in a hotel room, and I literally don't have work till you know one one p.m. most days, yeah. and I'm just yeah. like. If only we had known Zoom was a thing at that point, we could have recorded podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Swan, what have you been drinking today? Same Henry McKenna bottle. Yeah. Very. Well, you couldn't have like a collection going, you know? Mm -mm. It was difficult. That's so invigoratingly frustrating. Mm. I haven't had McKenna in forever. I just bought a bottle. Really? Yep. What's the price at now? Like forty 35. bucks? Oh, thirty-five. That's not bad yeah, at all. I got it for thirty-four ninety-nine. I'm, I'm not upset about that. Not at all. I would, I would buy that in a heartbeat. Uh huh. You know, it was funny. I used to Ow. when I, when we first were drinking these, I'd go over to the liquor stores on my uh, or the liquor store where I worked on my break. Yeah. And I would try to tell people I was like, "Are you?" Because I I worked in Frankfurt for a long time, so you had a lot of tourists come through. Yeah. And they're just like. Do you guys have any Blantons or this or that? And I'm like, no, but, but, we've got Henry McKenna 10 and this Heaven Hill 6 here that's only available in Kentucky. Trying to convince somebody that just heard all the hoopla at Buffalo Trace to buy this ugly little bottle of Heaven Hill 6 here or this really ugly bottle of Henry McKenna 10, mm-hmm. they'd look at you like you had 15 eyeballs in your head. <laughs> it was just the Sounds funniest about thing. Right. Sounds about right. Yeah. This is so good. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that bottle that we had? That oh, was the like special one? The out of the the out of this world bottle? Yes, yeah. They're all so different. They are, but that specific one it was it was just like heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was one of the best bottles I've ever had mm-hmm. of anything. Of it just hands down of anything. I I just I miss it. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think about it still sometimes. I do. Yeah. I still think about it in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great How I Met Your Mother line. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is just solid. The one I brought over, it tastes like churros, was the last one I got. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that must have been the last time that I had McKenna. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, I mean, these these bottles just kind of sit in my in my cabinet, and it's not because I'm trying to hoard them. It's just kind of like I forget about them because I don't think that I'm inundated with their presence nearly as much as I used to be. No, it's it's the same with the Heaven Hill bottled and bond. I just don't see it, so I'm not going. Oh, I've got to I've got to drink more. I've got to have more of it. You know. I, I I probably would be if it were still widely available on the shelves. Yeah. That and every bourbon drinker heard this fun little fact at the beginning of COVID that anything over 120 proof will kill <laughs> kill the virus. <laughs> so me and everyone I know has been like, so you don't normally drink 120 proof every night <laughs> or every other night. But now you can. <laughs> so I'm just buying Knob Creek. It's all a scam. Right. It's all a scam by Big Bourbon. Big Bourbon, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm all right with this scam. You, it's all right. They can, they can scam me all they want. I mean, if it means I have to drink high-proof stuff to prevent disease, I'm, yeah. I'm for it, man. If only old granddad would have been like, well, 114's not hitting that 120 <laughs> cap. We'll do one old granddad 123. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, that'd be nice. COVID edition. Yes. <laughs> it's available only during the pandemic. So if the pandemic goes for five years, you know, which at this point it might, who's to say, but if it goes for that long, you know, that's five years of a 10 proof point higher old granddad. Yeah, we've been flattening the curve for six plus months now. <laughs> oh, man, we are awful at graphing. I have a baby on the way, so can you people please just be careful? My yeah. baby should be here by now. It should be. I should be holding my baby. Apparently, she has a lot of hair. Lucy went to the doctor today. We were telling you before we started recording. Yeah. And the 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 nurse who was doing the the ultrasound it's like oh she's got a bunch of hair mm-hmm. and like lucy sent me a picture of the ultrasound and i was like i can't make heads or tails of this <laughs> it was it was literally just a here i'll show you it was just a blob i was so confused i mean does it surprise you no yeah i have no idea she what's even, going on she even marked hair on it i'm like what is that <laughs> None of this makes sense. I don't know about that. (laughs) I had a lot of hair when I came out, apparently. I did, too. Yeah. Yeah. She had no idea. My mom was like, you're the reason I have heartburn. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Lucy's had horrible heartburn during this. I came out, and I have have three three calyx Mm -hmm. on my head. I have one here, I have one on the back of my head, and I have one on my neck. And the first thing that my mom saw when I came out was this huge cowlick, this circle of hair on my head. Mm-hmm. I know I just made three different motions for the audio medium. That's not going to make any sense. But I have one basically at the top of my forehead on my right side. I have one where my crown is. And then I have one on the left side of my neck. 
and the one where the top of my forehead was was super prominent <laughs> when I was born. <laughs> yeah, see, I've just got two crowns. So I've got hair that fights each other. That's wild to me. Yeah, yeah, like one on both sides. And so, like, if I cut my hair real short, which I've never done for a reason, <laughs> you uh, get there's you a certain do like point, a buzz cut. Yeah, if I do a buzz cut, it. For a while, as it's growing out on the top, the hair will push into each other and create a mohawk. <laughs> That's until amazing. Until it grows out far enough. <laughs> has that happened to you before? No. Clearly, it has to. Have... No, I've always kept long hair. Always. Wow. On top, at least. And part of it is, too, like I got a big scar on the side of my head. Uh, but, yeah. like, my hair goes straight out because of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I don't put anything on the side of my head, but, like, I can literally, like, touch it and not touch my head like it just sticks straight out i i just recently my hair just recently started getting curly on top mm-hmm. i don't know why i don't know if it's being cut Stress. differently if yeah what a weird thing for it to happen stress during a pandemic <laughs> my hair gets curly yeah wild anyway oh we we're just reminiscing now. We are at this point. Yeah. Here at McKenna. I mean, but like, what, what else are we supposed to do? This is the last episode we're going to get to record for a while. I don't know. I mean, unless we just like, all of a sudden it's like, hey, things are totally fine. We can just start recording again. Yeah. Who knows? In which case, the banked episodes might get released. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe those banked episodes aren't even like listenable. Oh, you never know. Because we recorded <laughs> so many that week. Yeah. It was so brutal. We recorded, what, like four days in a row? Three mm-hmm. days in a row? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We recorded a total of seven episodes that week. <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> I always go in and download the episode. Because why not? You know, and then download it and then. I appreciate it. <laughs> Just like, maybe I, should I listen to this one? I get a few minutes in and I start like getting the gist of the episode. I was like, oh, no, I know what happened. I remember. Okay. It's yeah. good. These banked episodes, I'm going to go back through and be like, I, oh my gosh. I can't, I can't remember much of it. I, by, by the time Saturday rolled around, I felt like I had just come off a bender. Yeah. <laughs> you felt like you just left Whiskey Weekend. <laughs> like, Which had been an entire week. Mm-hmm. And I remember like, I think by Wednesday or Thursday of that week, I woke up and just like sat on the edge of the bed and was like, I don't, I don't want to do this. No. <laughs> I don't want anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and we still recorded. I still had a, a live stream that week. Still had, I think we had a hangout that week too. I can't even remember. It was just like. It was a just a bunch of stuff i turned into one of those gym guys that always has like a gallon of water <laughs> for a week because i was just like oh, i just gotta i just gotta be hydrated man oh goodness banking episodes is fine i feel like i'm definitely not setting us up for success at this point but banking episodes is fine if you're not drinking mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you're just you know trying to get a bunch of content out and you're staying mostly sober during it. It's fine. It's better. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, would you like to try something real special? Yeah. Now, Swan. 
I would. I guess we're officially moving into the review segment of the show. I, I, th- I, I almost leaned into that, leaned into that like I had a name for it. I definitely don't. Uh, but we are going to be reviewing the newest release of Parker's Heritage Collection. It is a 10-year-old, 120-proof, heavy char Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. I love Heaven Hill so much. <laughs> they do good by us. They do real good by us. They do. And my favorite is it says lab sample. <laughs> yes, this is the No laboratory. commercial value. This is the laboratory mm-hmm. right here. With the multiple Christmas trees behind you and the cat palace on the yeah. shelves. Yeah. You did put your you didn't put your lab coat on. That's fair. Do we go get it for you? Yes. All right. All right, I got it for you. Okay, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh. Who, <laughs> <laughs> buddy? So I will say I have dipped into the sample a bit because I got I got a little excited. That's what it's there for. And um, in the words of a wise grease, it ain't half bad. It ain't half bad. <laughs> goodness it is hot on the nose it's got a lot of ethanol it does have a lot of ethanol that's the thing though i think parker's where they're experimental i don't care as much about some of that stuff yeah like it's fine you know it's it's not for the faint of heart no it's got some like mulling spices going on well that's real specific Oh, Look at you. It's good, man. <laughs> have you had, like, have you smelled those before? I'm sure I have, but I don't know if I remember them enough to it's basically recall like that memory. what you use for apple cider. Oh, well, duh. Yeah, yeah, but just take the apples out of it. Yeah, I'm totally on board with that then. that That is just... This is such a good fall whiskey nose. It is. Oh, I can't wait to break out my rare breed rye. Mm-hmm. Now that we're into it. that, the way that I promise I didn't cut that there, I just said it really awkwardly. Rare breed rye. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I that that just came out very odd. But now that it's fall, I can't wait to get back into the rare breed rye. I'm just ready to get back into rye. You know, we're going to be like, How recently I've been in a rye kick. No, it got cold. <laughs> that's just what it is. That's just, that's just my state of being once it gets below 50 degrees. Yeah. It's soup weather. Soup weather. I'm shifting into soup mode. <laughs> this nose is so good. It's so good, man. I, I I wish I still had a little bit of the, the heavy char rye to compare it to. But I, I think that that deep char does something so different and so magical to these whiskeys. And you approve after having the, the first sip. Oh my gosh. Mm. 
Oh, that doesn't drink like 120 proof. No. Hmm. <laughs> that finish. The finish. Ooh. I've got strong opinions on this one. In a good way or a bad way? Both? Both. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Wow. I will say, I think it lacks a little bit up front. See, I don't think it lacks really anywhere. The problem I have with it is I feel like it is so one vein in some areas. I think it needs some sweetness. I'm getting some sweetness. See, I'm, I'm just getting, getting like mostly a, bitter. I'm getting like a berry sweetness. On the nose, I'm picking up the berry. I, I'm I'm definitely getting it on the palate. It's kind. Of, it's almost kind of like yogurty, like a fruit mm. yogurt kind of deal. I'm not getting a whole lot of that. I don't know. I'll be honest. This is one of the most phenomenal bourbons I've had this year. I just want a little citrus, a little fruitiness to kind of poke out a little bit, kind of in that Buffalo Trace vein, like regular BT. Is this better than the A120 to you? Oh, yeah. You remember we gave the A120 like an 18 out of 20. Yeah. It's, It's right there with it. Wow. Now, I will say that they're in different... I have different moods, though. So, I mean, it's sure. just like whatever you're in the mood for. I think if I was going to compare this oh, to the, by the by the way, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Heaven Hill sent us the sample. Yeah, they I, did. I needed to, I needed to expressly state that. They're, they're great. We didn't pay for it. They sent us this. They, it's our, our opinions are our own. It's not reflective of the fact that they sent us a sample. Yeah. Fine. Disclaimer over. Sorry. I, I think this one will get a lower score than that because of the, the price point. Yeah, but I, but at the same time, you have to remember that the higher price point is contributing to ALS research. Yeah, so there's something else behind it. That's true. Yeah. Wow, this has one of the most prominent potato chip effects I've ever had. You know that like I need another sip. Maybe the next one's got a little more flavor. Like I'm salivating a little bit. Of anything I've tried this year, for sure. <laughs> there is a really defined line once it starts to get into the finish. Yeah. I mean, once it hits this finish, all of those, what you were kind of saying, the, the, the mold spices, even baking spices as well, start to creep up. But I am kind of getting some citrus on the back end of the palate into the finish. I think that there's an orange zest that I'm picking up just just a little bit, but I think that it's kind of in like a potpourri mix. That I can get. <laughs> like it's it's not prominent, but it is there. Yeah. And it it's enough to be noted, I guess. I feel like it's one of those deals where they put like a dried blood orange on a cocktail. Yeah. And it's not really uh-huh. attributing a ton of flavor. But you see it, and you're just, your mind's just like, ah, citrus, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's, I don't know. I, it's crazy how easy this drinks. It is. For it, it being 120 proof. Yeah. It is an absolute journey of a drink. 
That's a really good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> After going back for a couple of sips, I just think this is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's a big statement, but I feel like this is better than most of the products in the antique collection this year. I feel like the Weller and the Sazerac are better or on the same in, in the same vein. Yes. The but the other it, the other 3 not as Oh, if you give me the chance between this and George C. Stag this year, this would be on my shelf. I ASAP. agree. I agree. And even just for like $20 more. Are you ready to review this one? I am, yeah. It's going to be a, it's going to be a weird review. It is because you're picking up some things in this, and I'm just not. Well, it's not just that, but I, I'm I'm feeling so positive about this one. And honestly, this is kind of creeping up into my top ten for 2020. Oh, it's not creeping up for me at all. It's, just... <laughs> it's there. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I think this is a really great installment for the Heritage Collection, and. I, I can't wait to get my, my review on this one. So we have a review system if you are new to the show of Nose Palette, Finish, and Price. Each category is out of five, and then we total the score up out of 20. Swan, what would you give it on the nose? Um, nose, I'm going to go with a four. The initial nose is really hot. Uh, once but you it have mellows a sip of out. It, yeah, once you have a sip of it, it's pretty good. Um, I don't know. I mean, the only thing I have against it is, again, I'm not picking up a ton of sweetness on it. And and I don't need it to be overly sweet. I just want it to kind of balance out a little bit. There's some bourbons that can go without it, like George C. Stagg, where I'm not looking for sweetness. It's literally just tobacco, heavy char, yeah. and pain, and I, I love it, you know? Um, pain. Hey, that's Bring a, the pain, exactly. <laughs> I think I hurt my voice doing that. But this was, it's just a solid four. It's very good. Heaven Hill has just outdone themselves with add this number five char. See, I, I agree with you on that, but I'm picking up sweetness. And it's, it's kind of an artificial sweetness, almost. At most, I'm getting some vanilla. I mean, it's... Yeah. I mean, I, I, I see where you're coming from. I just I'm I'm finding a little bit more of the sweetness to it, but I don't disagree with you on your point on your your score. I'm gonna give it a yeah. four as well. I think it's extremely well rounded. I think that this is what it's it's hard not to say that this is one of the best whiskeys I've had this year. Yeah, because it truly is one of the best ones I've had this year. I mean, there is absolutely no denying that, and it, it just. It's funny because it just kind of came out of left field. And yeah, we had asked for a sample of it and everything, but even still... You just never know what you're going to get with you never, You never know. Um, but I think it's extremely approachable. I think that it has a lot of depth to it, especially after sitting in the glass for a, a couple of a couple of minutes. Excuse me. And it, it seems to be ever-changing and ever-developing. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a four for sure. Palette-wise, what do you think? I gave it a four and a half. Palette's very, very strong. Um, and honestly, this is like 
one of these things where you can't talk about the palette without talking about the finish. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give my score simultaneously. I gave the, the palette a four and a half, and I gave the finish a five. We are right on track with each other. Yeah. I, um, I'm not kidding. I yeah. mean, that that is exactly where I was going. And the only reason that you can't not talk about the two simultaneously, and for a stupid reason, is they that the palette just hits a point where it sw- it it switches to the finish. And I don't I know that sounds crazy, but there's so many bourbons you have where it's just like palette palette palette. Oh, there's kind of a lingering thing going on, you know? And with this, it's like you hit this second or this this second where you're just drinking it where it's just boom, we're in the finish. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. It's one of those things that if you get to try it, you'll definitely know, but it's got a very defined switching point mm-hmm. and it's fantastic it's like drinking directly from a rick house it's got a lot of those mulling spices you got on the on the uh nose and it, it's just amazing no I, I i totally agree with you i think that while the the palate is super robust mm-hmm. the the finish takes everything that the palate has given you and just seems to expand upon it. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it's long, it's deep. Sorry, I'm using weird <laughs> words to to describe this, but it just is so pleasant. And I think that you put it best when you said it's got the potato chip effect. Yeah, it definitely I, does. I want multiple sips of this. I want to keep going back to this. If I had a bottle of this, a full 750 of this, It'd be gone so it fast. would be dangerous in my hands. Yeah. I would have a hard time not pulling this out every night and going, yeah, it's all right for me to have a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just phenomenal. And it also has this like oily coating all over your mouth. Yeah. Which is phenomenal. It's a great mouthfeel. Yeah, mouthfeel's fantastic. It's got like this thing too where it finally like finishes the finish. Like I mean, it's just, like it's got a second finish where it just clears out your nasal passages. Is like, that what that is? Yeah. I was wondering because I was like, I can breathe again. <laughs> yeah. So I, it's so strange. Like you've got the palate has this abrupt change into the finish and then as soon as it starts to taper off the finish, it's like like that fresh like mint effect mm-hmm. but not actually minty and it, it it's just nuts man this is it's wild i wish they would do this number five char on some on some more products i agree it would be nice to see because clearly with both the rye and the bourbon this is now a proven method that berlioz is apparently going through all the boxes that he can find and anyway. just making sure they're all right <laughs> this one's empty too dad yeah. did you know that such a good helper <laughs> No, but but this is now a proven method that they can do something really good, mm-hmm. and they should make something more common out. Look at it. Look, look, look. He was just leaning up on the chair. That was so cute. If you guys haven't seen Berlioz, he's one of the most handsome cats you'll ever see in your entire life. I'll have to post a picture of him sometime. He's so good. <laughs> he's my buddy. Mm-hmm. He'll jump up on my chair while I'm trying to edit and just hang out with me. He's like, no, Dad, you're not doing any work. You're giving me attentions. Anyway, sorry, cat talk. <laughs> I think that they should just, I agree with you. I think they should do more. They should expand on this idea, this process, and 
give us give us something more accessible. Elijah Craig Heavy Char. I'm down. I'm totally down for it. 94 proof. Let me have it. I, I'm I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. I don't have any problem with that at that proof. I think that it could be spectacular. Let's see where it goes. Yeah. That being said, this is $120 a bottle. Yes. And I will go back to what I was saying before. It does go towards ALS research. It's it's hard to say that it's a catch-22 because it's almost not because it's like it's like you're donating money to a charity but also getting something back. Yeah. And in that case, I mean, it goes to a good cause. You're getting a great product out of it. I, honestly, Swan, I got to give it a five. I'm giving it a four and a half. I, it, and, and I was kind of going back and forth with that myself, but like in some ways... You can buy this bottle, and yes, it is expensive. Mm-hmm. But the product inside is phenomenal, and there is something on the other end of it to where you're not feeling like you have just spent your money with wild abandon. Uh, abandon excuse yeah. me. I've got, I've got to give the price a five. I think this is one of the strongest installments in the Parker's Heritage Collection. Yeah, I do too. And honestly... I think this might be better than the Heavy Char Rye. I struggle with that because I I genuinely enjoyed it. But again, it's one of those deals where it's going to depend on what you're in the mood mm-hmm. for. Absolutely. The Heavy Char Rye is definitely like a Thanksgiving, Christmas, break it out kind of thing. This is just, hey, it's cold outside. <laughs> Leaves are falling <laughs> off. Drink me. Like, it's it's different. Yeah. So that brings me up to an 18.5. And I'm at an 18. So it... It's it it's a recommend for me. It yeah. is. If you can find it, if you can swing it, grab this bottle. I, I you you'll enjoy what you've picked up, and you'll have done something good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the only reason I'm at a four point five is because I just know that you know with availability, it's going to be hard to find. Sure. Generally, finding it at that hundred and twenty price, you know. Price point, it's gonna be difficult. But I do think that if we're talking about LEs, oh yeah, it, it's it's priced pretty fairly. I mean, just look at what else they've got in their LE line right now. So the the old fits, bottle and bond, William Heavenhill, William Heavenhill. I mean, even just comparing it to like Four Roses LE, mm-hmm. Old Forester Birthday Bourbon, Old Forester Birthday Bourbon. It's in a very good price point. Yeah. For what it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe it doesn't have the age on it, but it's experimental too. And that's yeah. that's like another tax that a lot of people forget to talk about. You know, yeah. experimental stuff goes for a lot. So, I don't know. I'm all for it. I'm going to be looking for a bottle of this this year. I think I might be too. I'll splurge on this one. I think this might be, you know, and I, I had talked about getting a, a full bottle of Old Forester Birthday Bourbon and that being my big purchase. Just didn't really work out the way that I... <laughs> wanted it to mostly because i haven't been able to find it and nobody's had any leads mm-hmm. but I, I i'm very compelled to pick up a 750 of this new parker's heritage pick up a 750 is there other options do they have like a 175 that i could get i would love for there to be something more 
a little bit more value to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be nice, right? Get a get a handle of Parker's. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I know wonder. If that's I wonder if like the bourbon boom didn't happen, if that would have been something that places like Heaven Hill would have considered. Could you imagine just like, oh, we got a handle of you know, twenty three year old Pappy. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> it's still like $500, though. Yeah. <laughs> and it's got, it's like a jug. It's got like a handle on it. Yeah, and, it's like the yeah. jug wine section at Total Wine. <laughs> no, it's still in the bourbon aisle. Yeah, but I mean, but, just like those bottles. Yeah, 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 exactly. Man, that would be, that would be something. What a weird alternate universe to be able to live in. I'm going. Would you still, yeah, I was going to say, like, even if that were the universe we lived in, would you consider spending $500 on a jug of bourbon? (laughs) Maybe? I mean, I think about it in this alternate universe. I might be rich, so who knows? (laughs) Sure. I'd think about it. If we're talking hypotheticals, yeah, Yeah, I'm all over it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I guess it's time for us to segue into our other segment. Well, our next segment, Tips and Bits. Where we recommend things for people. It's not always bourbon related. Sometimes it is. I, uh, what do you have this week, Swan? Criminal Tip- Minds, man. Oh my gosh. Stop watching Criminal Minds, Swan. <laughs> it's been Stop doing like, that to yourself. It's been just auto playing. There's, ter- there's times where I, I look up and I was like, but that's the worst. What's that's the worst all? thing about it. Because the more that you expose yourself to it, even in the background, the more that it's going to seep into your brain. So if you just desensitize yourself to it, eventually you're going to start dreaming about it. Yeah. And that's where it starts to get problematic. Yeah. We need to start a campaign to get you to stop watching Criminal Minds. <laughs> I'm going to watch all 12 seasons and you can't stop me. <laughs> I'm already halfway Watch through numbers. Two. Watch already Chicago beat. Oh my gosh. Love numbers. It's fantastic. I watched that okay. as it was coming out. I was a kid and I was like 12 years old. And I'm just like, <laughs> what? I had a girlfriend in high school who loved numbers. Listen, numbers got ruined for me when I went back and watched uh, Santa Claus 2, I think it was. And one of the <laughs> he was head one of elves, the elves. Yeah. Was, was the same guy from numbers. <laughs> It's just I, I couldn't recover from that, man. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you know that Ralphie from A Christmas Story is one of the elves in Elf? No. Yeah. Had no idea. He's the one that's got the, the glasses that comes up to Buddy and he's telling him that no he's nine hundred and fifty three off the pace. No way. Yeah, that's Ralphie. He's also in Iron Man. What a strange career. <laughs> No, I, I really don't have much. I haven't been doing much. Um, You've been working. Yeah, working. That's about it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if I had to, if I had to really give people a tip, just take this thing seriously. All the stuff that's going on, with, please, with the virus. Because I mean, my job lately has been a hundred percent dependent on people not paying attention to it. Yeah. And it, I would, I would really, really like to see it go away. I would too. Gradually, I, of course, but. You but know. also, like, I want, I, I wish people were more em- empathetic towards even somebody they don't know. And, like, my, my number one case in point right now is the fact that Lucy's pregnant. Yeah. Like, I don't want her to get sick. 
No. If she gets sick, the baby might get sick. Yeah. But also, if she gets sick, that means that she can't see the baby immediately. The baby has to get taken away from her. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's horrible. It and, is. And, you know, I've got, a, I've got a grandmother who's almost 90. My brother has underlying medical conditions as well. Like, there's just so much that you don't know about. And I know that people are like, well, it's my my choice, but at the same time, you should still be kind to other people, and you should still give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. I I just I I'm I'm very I'm very frustrated by it. In a, in a country where we haven't gone through a serious lockdown, where we could eradicate the virus. Sorry, I couldn't quite hear you. Could well, you please repeat what you said? Okay. Well, no, Siri. Siri's Siri's apparently <laughs> listening in on us, but. My 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 point is just that, you know, you you just don't know what's going on yeah, with other people. If, if I could make a, a serious thing, I mean, local businesses are having a hard time right now. See uh-huh. if you could buy a gift card from that local business. Mm-hmm. Do curbside pickup for for them. Go go do that. I mean, those yeah. are those are what. If you're really you know worried about stuff falling apart during this, go support a local business, local mm-hmm. liquor store. We love Total Wine. We love uh, Liquor Barn, both of them. But at the same time, mom and pop shops. Go pick man. up from your mom and pop. Yeah. Do it. Don't leave the house unless you gotta. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's easy. We're telling you to sit on your couch and hang out. Everyone is. <laughs> just chill. But it's a it's a don't leave your house if you don't have to. Yeah. That's kind it. of deal. If you gotta go to the grocery store, you gotta go. That's the reason I have a job. It's fine. <laughs> Go if you gotta. But I mean, like the lady that I saw the other day that was wearing a uh, mesh mask. I mean, I'm hanging my head in shame. Yeah, I mean it's it's just nuts, and I mean I I literally have to get tested now, like every four to five days. That that's yeah, exhausting. It's nuts. At a certain point, it's going to be like, my, my brain's going to be like the, j- just smooth from just kidding. <laughs> from just kidding. You know your brain doesn't rotate, right? Yeah. Like it's not getting a different part of your brain every time you get It is when they shove tested. something up that far. Just, just moving it around. Swan, we need to have a talk about anatomy. It's, yeah. <laughs> I don't have a brain stem. It's just moving around up there. Anyway, just, yeah, please, please be careful. Please be courteous of other people. And I know that this is just us. It's just two of us. We're just talking. But I, I, I am making a plea. Legitimately. Because I have, I have a pregnant wife. I have a baby who's about to be here. And I want us to be able to see our baby. I want to have, you know, an easy transition from, from birth to mommy baby relationship you know i just i want i want that to be easy for us i know it's not easy for everybody right now it's tough there are people who are still waiting on unemployment checks mm-hmm. who who applied in march i know that i had to deal with those people i i listened to their pleas every day for a month month and a half whatever yeah. however long it was i know that there are people struggling but there are people struggling in here too. Yeah. And and I just I want 
I want everybody to be well, and I don't want this to go on for longer than it has to, but I just... Got to prevent future struggle. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And on a less serious note, if I could recommend something, pick up a copy of American Whiskey Magazine. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Fantastic. Also, play some Among Us. Play some Among Us. Yes. Oh, great. <laughs> we, had a, we had a group... Was that yesterday that we were playing? No, that was two days ago. Two days it was ago, on yeah. Saturday. And we we were all playing online, and it was all fun, and then people started dropping out, and then just a bunch of jerks started getting in on the game, too. You're just mad because you got killed every game. That was not my fault! You just you, How like, was that my fault? Every game you got leveled <laughs> within seconds. I was the first one dead for like three games in a row. That was not my fault. Don't pin this on me, Swan. <laughs> I'm also not mad because I died. I'm mad because there were just rude people who came in and started playing with us. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Among Us is a lot of fun. Also, we didn't talk about this because we drank it before the show, but the new Bardstown Bourbon Company Fusion Series. Dude, yeah. Fusion it. Series 3. I'm literally recommending it to somebody right now. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Yeah. If you're in Kentucky, or at least in Lexington, it's on sale at Liquor Barn for $50. I mean, it's normally like 60 I guess, 60 or 65 mm-hmm. but it's a steal for $50. It's so good. It's so good. Anyway. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess that's the end of... This episode. Yeah. We're we're done recording for a while, Swan. Yeah. It's weird. I'll just record stuff in my basement. <laughs> On your phone. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I'll do a live stream while you're gone. Oh, that would be great. That would be I'll great. You may as well. In that closet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got a bunch of LEDs all over the room now. Nice. So you have a rave while you review some whiskeys you can you can't actually do that you <laughs> I can believe t- it you can turn the speed up it. to a hundred percent and it's just like <laughs> actually you have to turn it down to like 95 because if it flashes too fast it just looks solid it can only go oh wow so, yeah it can only go so fast that's wild so yeah. hey thank you all so much for listening through this episode i am really genuinely excited <clears throat> for once we get back into recording again here in a few weeks i say a few weeks it's going to be a bit Probably probably a couple months before we get to do this again. But in the meantime, we are going to have a bunch of, of episodes still out. It's not like we're fully going on hiatus. It's just we're not going to be recording every week. We're going to obviously take a big break from the news and, uh, and, and stuff like that. But you guys are going to enjoy our, our banked episodes. They were a lot of fun to record, despite the fact that we wanted to die by the time that... <laughs> We were done with them. Yeah. So and they're a little shorter too, so they're, they're they are pretty easy to consume content. Yeah, yeah, be yeah. Nice. Yeah, I mean this one's about an hour and a half, hour forty, so it's it's going to be a, a lot quicker listen for most folks. But uh, we we appreciate everybody who is consistently listening to the show and telling their friends about it and everything. And we will be back as soon as we can with regular episodes. But uh, yeah, Swan, where can people find you on social media? I'm at Swan. TBF on Instagram. <laughs> I had to think about that. I just changed it. You changed it recently. Yeah, yeah. Swan TBF, Swan the Bourbon Finder on uh, Instagram. Did you change it on uh, Twitter yet? No, actually, I don't have Twitter anymore. Oh, it's just gone. It exists, but I'm not. Oh, okay. Have the app downloaded. Yeah. Because I enough. just like <laughs> Twitter's a platform, man. Too much. 
Twitter's a platform. Too much, I can man. do Instagram. I'm going to pick one. I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. Follow me there. If you got Fair. questions, let me know, man. Yeah, you'll get all the ravings and rantings of lunatics elsewhere, even if it's not from the source. I just I want less text. You know? <laughs> like, it makes it easier. I understand. You're a visual learner. Yeah, I can read. No. <laughs> <laughs> you never had to learn because of your big swan feathers. You just have to know how to eat, fly, and chase children. That's it. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, if you want to follow me, I am at PureRitter1492 on all social media platforms. If you want to follow the show itself, it's at MyBourbonPod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can leave us a five-star rating and review on the iTunes podcast app. We have a really, really great review from this past week that uh, just kind of warmed my heart just a bit. And it comes from Bizzle Sippin' Scissorps. Syrups? I've seen him in the chats before. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I the the it's five stars. It says, has quickly become my favorite podcast. So I drive anywhere from 8 to 13 hours a day with my job, and I needed to find a podcast or two to make the nights go by quicker. My love for bourbon brought me here, and after only two episodes, I went back to the very beginning and listened to every episode in order. Being unable to enjoy bourbon throughout the week with my job, this allows me to enjoy it in an entirely different way. Plus, the tips and bits and new segments have given me a plethora of ideas of things to watch on meal breaks, listen to between episodes, or look for when it stores. The the natural rapport between Perry, Swan, and Curtis make for an enjoyable and entertaining listen, and it's like I'm sitting there with friends enjoying a drink and fellowship right along with them. Thanks for helping the thousands of miles pass by seamlessly. You guys are heroes, aiding in the safe and speedy transport of millions of packages for a big brown truck and trailers on the highway each and every week. Cheers, guys. That's a heck of a sweet review. It is, and I'm going to give him a shout-out because, honestly, I've worked in a business that relies on shipments quite a bit. Uh huh. Um, there's times where they literally don't have drivers to take trailers right now. That is mm-hmm. a hefty, hefty job. It is not one to be overlooked, and we appreciate yeah. you for doing that. Yeah, absolutely. So very, very nice to, to see that review in there. And if you want to do that, again, you can do so in the iTunes podcast app, right in app. If you're listening to the show, you just scroll down a little bit, and then you can leave us a review. It's really nice, mm-hmm. and it really helps us out. You can find all of our apparel and merchandise at Patreon. No, that's not where it is. Bourbonshop.threadless.com. I jumped ahead. I got too excited about Patreon. <laughs> Uh, bourbonshop.threadless.com there is all sorts of apparel all sorts of merchandise including masks to protect your loved ones and people that you don't even know from the coronavirus pandemic Uh, you can wear a logo our logo not a logo our logo (laughs) on your mask or on a shirt or even swan on your skateboard yes which is a weird thing that we have (laughs) you can do it though don't drink and grind, people. No. <laughs> no, even sober, I've hurt myself plenty of times. <laughs> you can become a part of our Facebook group. At Facebook.com, search for This Is My Bourbon Group. It's been really fun recently and super active. We've had a lot of uh, great conversation over there as well. Uh, let's see. What else? What do we have? What, what's the other stuff that we have to plug? Uh, youtube.com slash this is my bourbon podcast i normally go live on thursday nights at about 8 30 i think that's going to change up a little bit once the baby comes um i'm of course going on hiatus for for a little while but that's where you can become part of the snuffy squad of course and hit up hit us up with some of those those snuffy chats it's our super chat 
method mm-hmm. thing. Yep. Anyway. Uh, and I think, unless I'm forgetting something else, is there anything I'm forgetting? No. Patreon? That's what that? I was about to say. Yeah. Patreon.com slash podcast. For as little as a dollar a month, you can help support the show. For as little as $5 a month, you get a bunch of bonus content like our pregame chats and our last call, which comes out every week for every episode, except for this one. This one, we don't have that. But it will be back once we are back to a normal recording schedule. But there's a huge backlog uh, of bonus content that you can check out there. And I've got some bonus episodes that need to come out as well. Uh, I just I just uh, need to need to get them posted. So be on the lookout for that. That does it for this week. That does it before our recording hiatus. Swan, it's weird, man. It's strange. But you know what? Next time we do this, I'll 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 hold the baby. How's that sound? Oh yeah, sounds okay. good. She's gonna cry. We'll get her a mic. Yeah. Lapel. <laughs> Should be good. <laughs> well, we will see you all next week for the first round of our banked episodes. We'll see you as soon as we can for a brand new, up to date, of you know, normal recorded episode. It'll be a while, but that's okay. We'll see you then. But until then, I'm Perry and I'm Swan, and this is my Bourbon Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>